Hi, and welcome to this episode of I've Got This Kid. I'm your host, Sharina Williams, licensed speech and language pathologist, homeschooling mom of two, whose summer break is officially over this week. (laughs) I'm crying on the inside a little, y'all. And wife of one, I'm here to bring everything speech, language, play, and development related to you and your sugar. We just, we get together, we relate, we talk, we change the trajectory of things, and we think about things a little bit differently. I just wanted to let you guys know that we are officially um, over a huge hurdle. We have a thousand plus downloads of the podcast, and I am truly just humbled by the outpouring of support. You guys continue to send in your questions, your comments. Um, and honestly, we're better together as a community. And so let's just keep this thing going. I'm not going anywhere and I don't think you're going anywhere. So let's just keep doing it. Also, if you haven't done so already, join our mailing list. You can find it at iheartspeechtherapy.com. As soon as you go to the website, there's a link there that says join the mailing list. Go ahead, plug in your email address and become an official part of the community. So world changers. That's all I have for announcements on today. We are going to continue with the back to school series. And I'm so excited about just embarking on this series with you guys talking these things through, because again, you're not alone. Um, There have been a lot of adjustments over these last months. And today we're going to just talk about adjusting to new school, adjusting to you know, new life, what things will look like. And the reason that I decided to take on this topic is because, yes, it's in my wheelhouse. Um, It's dealing with um, development. And not only is it dealing with development, like your sugar meeting milestones, but how they're adjusting pragmatically, socially, emotionally, right? how they're communicating with you guys, how you're communicating with them about these changes. And I've found that during this time, we understand that, you know, COVID-19 is something that is completely unprecedented. It's never happened before. And so we're all just trying to learn what's best. We know at this point, unless the numbers are really low in your local area, that schools won't be opening back up in a traditional way. Um, But I also think that we have learned during this time a few different things. One, the value of our educational institutions, our schools, our children's schools, the role that they've played um, all of these years. It's something that we've taken for granted because it was something that we never thought would not be there you know? And so adjusting and adapting to this new norm has been extremely interesting. I think another thing that we've learned during this time is that, you know, our educational institutions may or may not be meeting our sugar specific needs. Um, And, and that, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more, but many different people fall, you know, maybe, If the pendulum looked like this, some people fall on this side, some people fall on that side, but it really just depends. I think that there's been a lot of aha moments during this time. And I think the final thing that we've learned is honestly how to connect as a community, Um, not just 
from a global perspective as we're all dealing with this, but within our home? How do we connect with our sugars? What were some things that we were missing that we would not have necessarily seen, known, or learned, not only about them, but about ourselves? And so I think that, you know, it's worth us talking about it and thinking about it. And not only that, me giving you guys some hands-on tools to think about going forward this process, because it's going to be a process. It's not a one-time conversation and we just kind of move on, but it definitely is a process that we have to think about and consider. And so these are a few takeaways that I think we all have, you know, kind of contended with as far as schools being, you know, turned into new school, Zoom school, AB school, school, school. Why now school, right? We've learned that school for some is seriously a safe place. I think that we take for granted the value that schools have for some sugars, especially in environments where it might not always be stable or emotionally stable or physically stable. I think that we've we've taken that for granted and that, you know, this is something the schools in and of itself have been a shelter for our sugars who are going through things that we a lot of times may not even know of in the larger community. I think that we've also learned during this time that schools are also a source where families who need that guaranteed two meals a day are receiving that, right? Um, Everybody doesn't have enough to feed their family because whether it's um, limited job opportunity or, you know, underemployment or whatever the factor is, there's so many different factors, but we also understand that, you know, schools have served the gap and, and met that gap. So sugars are getting the nutrition that they need. And we've also learned during this time, and again, it depends on where you fall here or here, is that our academic institutions, our schools, are, are meant to tool our sugars up. It's, it's preparing them for life in a lot of different ways. It's giving them an outlet outside of their community to see things differently and to band together with people who come from different walks of life and are able to be in community together. And so I think that, you know, we cannot take for granted the role that schools have played. But I also think, world changers, that we also should understand our role in our sugars' lives and how we can contribute just as much as the schools can. It's just about being intentional, um, figuring out ways to meet them where they are, understanding what their needs are and understanding if we're able to meet those needs. And if not, how do we outsource, right? And so I think that while it is causing some distress for some families, I think on the other other hand, I think it puts us in a unique position to where we have to rethink things um, in, in a much different way. And so I want us to be empathetic towards those who really do need those those school doors open. I, I don't want us to lose sight of that. And I think sometimes we think of things from an either or standpoint, right? You either should have the schools open or you're on the, the school of thought that they should not be open. But I think that as a community, that's the point of community is that we have to think about things, not just from our own vantage point, 
but from a larger vantage point. I mean, even things as simple as what if a family doesn't have internet access in their in their in their area and there is no way for them to participate in online school. And so we cannot take these things for granted. But I also want us to know that we ourselves are in a unique position to where we now have to be the facilitator. Right. Even if we are not the one who is delivering the the um, the academic information, we're not the ones necessarily on the front line teaching the student and the computer is the one, you know, that's that's standing in the gap with the teacher on the other end with the other classmates there. Um, we still have to make sure that certain things are happening, that our sugar didn't just turn off the computer or the computer's on, the teacher's talking and they're over here doing this, right? <laughs> they're doing something else completely different. And so now we have to make sure that we're watching them and facilitating and making sure that, you know, after those school hours are over, what's next? What does life look like after the class period is over. What's the rest of the day look like? There is no more aftercare, right? And so we are the aftercare now. Everybody's the aftercare now for those whose schools are not um, opening up this fall. And so that's a big adjustment. It's a big adjustment because we're not always used to being on. That's, That's the way I like to put it. We're not used to being on all the time. And that just means We're not used to doing everything all the time, making sure they get up, making sure that they're fed, making sure that they get to school. Well, now school's in the living room or wherever you have it, the dining room table, the office, whatever space that you've made available, um, making sure that they're attending in school. Because remember, that was the teacher's job pre-COVID, but now you're facilitating that. You're making sure that that's happening. And that's a big job, especially if you're balancing work at the same time, right? The next thing that we are having to do now in some cases is teach. Again, this goes back to um, if you don't have access to one of these, or maybe you do have access to one of these, but for whatever reason, your sugar is not able to attend to one of these for long enough to get the work done, or they're too young, especially for our younger elementary age uh, little sugars. Like this is a big adjustment to new school, right? To where now mom and dad are having to take the information that the teacher has uh, supplied and sit down with them and do the work with them and sit down with them and get through the work, which is kind of like a a form of homeschooling, right? This is new. (laughs) And if this is not something that you ever wanted to do or were prepared to do like this in and of itself is a big adjustment just getting used to being that one that's not only facilitating, but now teaching. And then after the teaching is over, then, you know, again, what are we doing for the rest of that day and how are we reorganizing our day? The final thing that we really have to do now that puts us in a unique position is we are reestablishing or rebalancing, should I say, our work life, right? Again, this is a second job. This is like having a second job, whether you're facilitating, whether you're teaching, um, either or is is a job in and of itself. Parenting is a job in and of itself. Parenting, doing new school is a whole nother job. It's like a third job, right? <laughs> like a third job with no paycheck too. It's hilarious, but it, it is like, this is where we are right now. And now I'm finding, and I'm hearing more and more that people are having to rebalance how work looks, how life looks, 
um, adjusting their schedules, if at all possible. And some employers are super, um, they're super flexible and they allow this to take place. And some um, employers, whatever the structure is of the job, for whatever reason, they really cannot um, help, I guess, or support the family that needs this, this new adjustment. And so I don't want you guys to take for granted the new role that's happened. Like, I think it's bigger than just the school doors not opening. I think it's us all having to adjust this big adjustment um, without any preparation, right? It's not like we went to school to learn how to homeschool or how to facilitate unless you were an educator. And even then it's much different educating your sugar versus educating somebody else. And so don't take for granted during this time how hard you're working. Don't take for granted this time how much you have had to change things in order to adapt to make sure that your sugar is getting everything that they need. And it's okay to be a little bit concerned and a little bit worried. But I want you to know, world changers, you can do this. You've got this. But I also want you to recognize that, you know, these feelings are real. And what you're feeling is not, you're not alone. You're not feeling these feelings alone. And so I'm encouraging you as we go through this time to take the time to acknowledge how it is that you're feeling as you go through this process and also just be willing to adapt to whatever it is that is being placed in front of you. And it's okay to be a little bit afraid, but it's not okay to not try. So just keep at it, y'all. Just keep at it, right? And so I want us to think about as, as we go through this, you know, what was it that we learned during this process? Because we've now all had a little bit of experience with this. This has been happening since March. And even if your schools didn't close immediately in March, like at this point, you've had at least a good month or two, four to eight weeks, I would say, to adjust to this new process. And for some, it's so funny because again, we have to think not just from our vantage point. And I think a lot of times, you know, an argument is simply not seeing something from somebody else's perspective. Or a debate a lot of times is not being able to see things from other people's perspective or um, challenging that perspective or not embracing that perspective or somebody's perspective being completely just seriously. Yeah. But I want us to think about, you know, during this process, where, where do you fall? Right. For some people, you may have taken school for granted. You may have taken your sugar school for granted and you realize now that, wow, <laughs> my sugar school was more beneficial than I thought. And maybe I should volunteer a little bit more when this world opens up. And oh my gosh, what the teachers do is just, woo, how do you do it? Like, man, I value your role so much more now. Some people are there, right? And some people are, you know, here and they're like, well, my sugar school, I realized maybe they weren't meeting their needs at all. Like, yes, I was dropping them off every day, but I don't know if they were getting everything that they needed. And it seems that they've been getting more from being at home than they were getting being at school. And so like, again, two different completely mindsets, ideals, outcomes that 
you never would even thought about, right? But I want everybody to respect the place that each person is in and to not judge or criticize or feel like, you know, you're wrong for feeling that way because whatever it is, remember, I think of things from an individualized perspective based on what your family needs. And so whether you're here or here, like I want you to be thinking about that and not only thinking about that, but also thinking about what will that look like for the long run? Some people are like, this is the adjustment that we needed because now we're reconnecting in ways that we never connected before. I've learned so much about my sugar in ways that I've never learned. I know for me, oh my gosh, last year when we started homeschooling and I'm pretty hands-on with my kids, like dropped them off to school when they were in school, picked them up, like did a lot of stuff with them, made sure my work schedule revolved around their life so I could be present. But it wasn't until I homeschooled to where I was like, wow, I thought I knew them. But I learned so much more about them during that process. And I think some people are there to where they're like, wow, I'm learning so much more about my sugars. I'm learning, you know, things that I would have never known had this not happened. And not only that, I'm learning a lot about myself during this process. And so world changers, don't be afraid of that process as you continue to learn about your sugars, because you might find that, you know, having this time together is going to change the trajectory of your relationship together, making it stronger, opening lines of communication, making you more of an advocate, because now you're seeing things if you're on this side to where you're like, their school wasn't doing what I thought it was doing. But now you could go into that classroom and be like, this is what my sugar needs. This is what, you know, I think works best for them in their learning process. And if you're over here, then you might be like, hey, you know what, teachers, I took you for granted. And now I'm going to, again, contribute so much more. And maybe I'm going to team up with you in a different way to where you show me what you do so I could do it at home. And I could get this party started and become an asset to that that community. And so during that process, I want you guys to just be thinking about where it is you fall, what it is that you've learned, and honestly, what's next? What are you going to do different? And that brings me to my final point is the role of the educational institution. And not just the role of the school. But remember, this is still new. So initially, when we were going into um, this transition from being physically in school to then doing school online or receiving school packets, um, we need to understand like what our, our school's roles are, right? And not only do we need to understand their role, no matter where we fall here or here, we also need to know how to emulate it as best as we can at home. And that just means copy what they do or do something really close to what they're doing. If it was a good fit to keep the ball rolling or if it wasn't the greatest fit and the best structure, how can we restructure things to make sure that our sugars are getting what they need? Right. And so the job of the educational institution is to teach our sugars. To prepare them for life. Right. And not like all life skills, but academically prepare them for life. Now, some schools do a little bit more and provide different kind of opportunities to where maybe they do work on a little bit more of the social emotional development, or maybe they're a project based learning school. And so it's a little bit more inclusive of things. But ultimately, let's all be on the same page that the academic institution schools are meant to teach. 
right? That's what they're meant to do. Everything else, we kind of shape that. Like, that's why when you go into the school, you have different personalities of different people and different walks of life. Why? Because sugars are still learning everything at home, like the foundation of who they are, their character and how they relate and interact with the world. That social piece, that social dynamic that's being learned at home and applied within the school. Right. They're practicing at school. They're learning at home. Does that make sense? Social skills learned at home, practice at school. Right. And so, I mean, right now, are they getting as much practice as they were prior to? I don't know. It depends on how you have things set up. Right. Is your sugar still getting that time with their friends, maybe not face to face, but maybe virtually they're having that time or maybe they're social distancing at parks. Like I've even seen out here at parks now and I go to parks like this to where there's big grassy areas and there's circles and the circles are spray painted in white and they're six feet apart from each other. So are your sugars able to social distance with their PPE on, with their mask on and, you know, their face shields on and all that good stuff? Are they able to still get those social connections that they were getting prior to or is it happening virtually? Like, so I want us to, again, understand the educational institution is to teach our children academically the social stuff. They apply it, but we are the ones that they get it from and they can generalize it in many different ways. And so, you know, when we think about that, we think about the the role of the school teaching our sugars. We think about their role preparing them for college. Um, we think about their role providing community outside of home and teaching them how to work with others. Like a lot of these things can be um, done within the home, but in a different way. Right. And so what we do to create these new opportunities is we find supplemental materials. That means that's a fancy word for we find stuff that, you know, may not be offered in school right now so we can find stuff online. There's still a lot of free um, online classes and materials and, you know, things that will support their learning. I know our sugars have still been getting music online. We did some science camps online. Like there's a lot of ways that our sugars are still able to get like those extras that they may not be getting in school this year um, that that help refine that character and still provide social opportunities because even here, they're still in a group, right? And if you find that your sugar, again, doesn't do great with this, then we have to think about different ways to still foster and nurture them having those opportunities to apply their social skills, to apply um, getting along in community with others. And again, that might be distance meeting, right? And I'm all for distance meeting. I'm, I'm all for shelter in place, but I'm also for distant meeting with each other and distance play. Like even yesterday, we went to the beach and we were probably 12 feet from everybody around us. But my son is the friend of everybody. And this little guy, He saw my son and liked his flips and wanted to try his flips. But my son had on his mask and he was still six feet away from the the, um, other child and they were flipping around. And so this is what I mean by like offering opportunities like he's still getting that social interaction. They're just not here. They're here. And nobody was here in the first place, y'all. But, you know, they were here, but now they're here. And so we can still make sure that these things are still happening. It's just 
us being intentional about it. And if it's not, you know, the the social thing that you're concerned about, maybe it's um, providing different services or providing different um, extracurriculars outside of that. Well, we have community around us, right? And community around us usually has gifts and talents that they can contribute to others. And so if that's an adult who is a great public speaker, maybe they can host debate teams online. Maybe they can host um, history studies online, going and, and studying different politicians or going and studying different civilizations. Or if it's an engineer, then they're teaching them mechanical engineering um, by making maybe a, a um, I don't know, a car or a thermodynamic system, something, right? But I'm saying all that to say, band together and uh, take the initiative to say, hey, who's willing to host this group? Or, hey, I'm great at this. Let's do it. Let's let's come together and let's provide this stuff for our sugars. And I just want us to continue to think about as we go through this process, as we think about forming groups, providing services, um, and being that gap for our sugars, not only are we becoming so much more intentional about their learning and their process, we are also connecting with them in a much different way to where they feel a lot more excited about mom and dad who are now a lot more hands-on and we're not just leaving it in the hands of the academic institutions. Um, I, I honor and I love everything that schools do for our sugars. And I think that they do so much. And I think that a lot of times schools and teachers are not given, you know, the high fives that they deserve a lot of time and the hugs and the support that they need. But I also think that we definitely have a role on on our part to where we can help meet a lot of these needs and we can help contribute and bring stuff to the table. And not just because we're social distancing, but after this is over, let's think about bringing some of this great stuff into our schools, to the table lighten the load, many hands lighten the load. And so if we're thinking about this stuff, if we're asking ourselves these questions, then we can get ourselves on track, not just for this school year, but lifelong to where we're again, becoming more of a community and less of, I'm dropping you off, I'll see you at three, I'll ask you a few questions about your day and might not get the whole thing. And now we're more so of, we're part of that that learning. We're part of that journey with our sugars, which again, connects us in a much deeper way. And so world changers, I want you guys to be encouraged about new school, be encouraged about making these adjustments, be honest with yourself and be honest with your sugars as you go through this journey and just being honest with what you do know and what you don't know and being able to be comfortable enough to go and outsource in the areas that you need support. And so that's all I have for today, World Changers. As always, it is a pleasure talking with you guys, connecting with you guys, sharing these moments with you guys, because again, we're all learning together, especially right now. And next week, we're gonna talk about how to partner with my Sugar's Therapeutic team at school. And this episode is going to be for my families who have IEPs and 504s and who are getting specialized services within the school. 
the world changers who don't have kids with 504s and IEPs and things like that, you will definitely be able to benefit from some of this information as well, because I'm simply going to teach you guys how to team up with the educators at school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't done so already, catch up on past podcast episodes, blogs, my YouTube page, everything can be found at iheartspeechtherapy.com. Until the next time, y'all, take care.